Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Thursday, August 29th. And tonight, or this morning, we have a special guest on. Donnie does the wonton Don himself. Talk a little hey. China. How you doing, Donnie? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. And you? <laughs> doing great. We're going to get to the bottom of this whole Hong Kong and China situation. Yeah, we, ex- we expect you to explain it all, Donnie. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seems like neither of them have gotten to the bottom of it yet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, they're still, well, we expect still you to have a solution. Yeah, we expect you oh, yeah. to know what to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got it. I mean, so you guys just want a quick little like rundown <laughs> about what's going no, on? No, we'll get we'll get into it uh, after after we talk uh, about uh, Hong Kong with you, Donnie. We're gonna have Wes. He's gonna give us a little update on Brexit. So what's happening with Brexit, Wes? Uh, Boris Johnson is uh, being Boris motherfucking Johnson. Wes is oh. having a tough week. He had the Amazon all week, and then he woke up to this Brexit news. It's a long yeah. week for Wes. Yeah, I'm an expert on a few things this week. <laughs> nice, and then. Uh, Mark, Pat, and I'll take us through a news buffet of other headlines. All right, Donnie, let's get into the China stuff. Uh, what do you want to go f- over first? Um, I mean, what do you guys want to know? I know you've talked about this before, but yeah, I mean, well, we've, more- we've been we've been covering the Hong Kong stuff. I mean, we we kind of talked about how basically they're protesting the extradition rights, um, and then the mainland China government's being pretty heavy-handed. It seems like trying to enforce things, uh, and we just want to know, you know, from your perspective, somebody who has lived over there, knows a little bit more about the history and everything. Is it as bad as it seems from the outside? So I will say I have a couple of friends living in Hong Kong now. I saw them on like a yacht party last weekend, and there was a hot tub on the yacht. So I guess they're doing when, okay. it comes, when it comes down to the uh, <laughs> the foreign population out there, I, they seem to uh, be doing all right. They're but okay. I think for I think for Hong Kong as a whole, the situation is very fucked up. Um, pretty much, it all comes down to when I first moved out there, China and Hong Kong were treated like completely different countries. You know, anytime I go there, I have to get my passport stamped, and yeah, it's technically China, but it's a different currency a different government system a different legal system right and slowly but surely china's like starting to flex and be like you know when it comes to 2040 you're going to be officially china because that's the the date they have set it's kind of like canada in the u.s basically oh yeah canada knows they're fucked in like 40 years (laughs) actually we might be the ones fucked because of global warming you know canada might become the spot to be we'll have and to move up there well that's, that's going to be still fu- taking them over yeah <laughs> yeah there's going to be fucking climate refugees trying to fucking hop over the wall into canada can you imagine like all like the people years. from south alabama like moving up into montreal that would new be fa- newfoundland florida 
That'd be a lot of culture New, clash right there. It'd be a lot of culture clash. There are northern hicks. I've met a lot of hicks up in Maine, so I don't know. Like maybe they would get along, but you're yeah. right. There's certain areas they they would not fit in. Um, but yeah, so anytime Hong Kong feels like China is starting to chip away uh, at their you know sovereign rights, they get pissed. I was yeah. actually, but I was at a, a protest back in 2014. Um, the yellow umbrella protest when they said that like, okay, you guys can elect your own ruler, uh, your own leader in Hong Kong, but uh, Beijing can select all the candidates. And they got yeah. pissed off at that. They're like, then we're not fucking electing our own leader. Right, like, right, right. Speaking, that, that's speaking that's like that. a that's a fake prophet. That's like a they don't have any power in that situation. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Speaking of that, I saw that Carrie Lam, and she's the current uh, China's head of like the Hong Kong takeover, basically. Uh, she said that she'd invoke emergency powers that could include uh, life sentences for new crimes, property confiscation, deportation, censorship, and uh, like the closing of newspapers and shit. Uh, if Jeez. if she feels like she has to enforce that in Hong Kong, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I was I'm kind of like I'm kind of shocked it's gotten so violent because at the last protest they shut down the largest highway in the entire city. This was the main highway you used to get across the city. They set up all these tents and stuff, and that lasted for like three weeks, but it never got violent somehow. When you like, right, it, except in the subways. Sh- That's where you don't want to be. So it's like, you don't want to take the subway to work. You don't want to take the subway yeah, so, I mean, home. Well, how did people commute? No, no, this, this was not the subway. This was the, uh, yeah. the highway. This was yeah. the largest highway. Oh, that's crazy. So, so business, be- business between like China and Hong Kong or wherever it was just like didn't do business those three weeks or like how's no that like this was the highway the biggest highway in Hong Kong so like all okay. of Hong Kong couldn't do business they just had to like walk and shit the city. Yeah. Uh, but it never got violent this one seemed to get violent quick there's been rumors that like the government has been hiring triads on the side because yeah. triad yeah. Because they control. Makes sense. And- Smart move. I only know triads from Grand Theft Auto Three. What is a triad in real life? It's like a Yusaki for China, right? Like- a Yusaki yeah. or Yakazi? Yakazuki. Yakuza. Yakazama. Right. Yakuza. Yakuza. A jacuzzi on a yacht. There we go. That's yeah, it's guys. either the uh, yeah, it's the the yakuza or the mafia of Hong Kong. And okay. so they hire them because they can beat the shit out of protesters and not get, like, arrested because they're not really? held to the, laws. They, they got big guys over there? I always thought the Chinese were, were little people except for Yao Ming. Like, how big uh, are the mafia guys over there? I think the, the Hong Kong guys are small. Southern China, people are small, but, but they're those fast. are vicious motherfuckers. Like, yeah, but they also have, like, <laughs> weapons, and they're trained to kill. That's true. And, and like, they want to kill versus pro- – a protester doesn't want to kill. Yeah, gang members everywhere to kill. dangerous. They're also really good at hiding it places. Seems, it seems like the best yes. protesting in Hong Kong is protesting depression like Donnie's friends, the foreigners, just going to yacht. <laughs> I'm going to protest <laughs> depression this weekend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I saw – another headline about the uh, protest before we move on was I saw that uh, mainland Chinese people are sneaking into Hong Kong to help protest – on behalf of Hong Kong, does that surprise you at all? Yeah, I didn't know about that at all. Yeah. I know, like Chinese, like China has brought troops down to the border, you know, uh, right in Shenzhen, right, like across the the river from Hong Kong. So, I mean, that's like yeah. a show of force. But did you hear about the Mulan star? Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. Oh, you didn't hear about that. So the no. star of Mulan came out in support of the Hong Kong police who are trying to shut down all the protests. Oh. And um, and now, like, wait, no. 
Yeah, she came out in support for the police. And now all of Hong Kong and a bunch of like people in the U.S. are like, boycott Mulan. You know, she supports communism. She like, supports a totalitarian dictatorship. We're talking about so, Disney's Mulan, right? But Disney, I will say that, yeah. they made the right call right there. Because they could either, like, you don't want to lose the Disney box office when it comes to Mulan. No. That's the entire reason why Disney <laughs> no. remade the movie. They're like, we it's are also going to clean up. It's also right. where the Szechuan dipping sauce came from at McDonald's. I mean, people might be mad at her, but she's, <laughs> was that she's inspired by Mulan? That was Mulan, man. <laughs> no way. I swear to God, it was, <laughs> no a, it was a special Mulan uh, promo at McDonald's in the '90s. Was the Szechuan dipping sauce, and Ricky, Mor- Rick, and Morty brought it back. It's oh. Holy shit! I actually yeah, believe that. Yeah, it's true. That's because it's true, Don. That's why. <laughs> I know. I'm saying that. That like I w- I was always confused. I was like, why did we suddenly get interested in Szechuan sauce? It was fucking Mulan. <laughs> But the Mulan star <laughs> protesting, uh, you know, against the protesters is a smarter move than the former Chinese star that didn't pay taxes and it just disappeared. Yeah, what happened to her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Your guess <laughs> is that. No one, no one has you're, any idea. If you're making a public statement, make it pro-G for sure if you're yeah. living over there. Real quick, Donnie, before we move on to you have an interesting segment. How do you think this Hong Kong protest thing is going to end? Because they have a little bit of time before the government shift. Do you think it's going to just end or it'll just go on until the government kind of takes over in a couple of years? I have no idea, but I talked to one guy who's more in the know. His theory was that once kids have to go back to school, which is like the first couple weeks of September, none of the protesters are going to have time to actually protest. Uh, He he thinks all the kids going back to school will just like force people back into normalcy. I have no idea if that's true, but that's the only theory I've heard. Well, I, I got a question for you that I think you have an answer to, which is how good is the MDMA in oh. China? Oh, I will say that PFT got the lion's share of, of, of the bag that we took at Hong Kong 7s. Look like it looked it. like it in the video. <laughs> yeah, um, but I will say, yeah, I would say the MDMA in uh, Hong Kong is better than the MDMA you get in China because that is just bath salts straight up. Okay. Makes sense. Oh, wow. All right, you, you have an interesting news story that you want to tease, yeah, about China? Um, yeah, how long are we going for? I, I, I can tease it, and then we can talk about it more on our... Where to look out for it for, because we got to move on to some other how stuff. How about one minute, we'll move on to other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone, I'm sure, has heard of the social credit system in China. It's been on the news a lot. It's pretty much exactly like that one episode of Black Mirror, where you get a score based on your behavior, and then you're, you're either granted or denied privileges based on that yeah, score. St- yeah, the episode um, starring my girl, Bryce Dallas Howard. That's, that's a weird, weird yes, episode. Yes, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. with her. Now, mm-hmm. it's not in place around <laughs> the country yet, but by 2000, like 2020, China wants all of, his, all of its citizens scored and then either punished or rewarded based on that score. So they've already started pilot programs where if you have a low score, you can get denied high-speed train access. You can get cut. Yeah, yeah, so you have to take a fucking bus. Are they going to give people chips too, like chips in your arm or something? No, no, you don't get a chip in your arm. You just get a score that's attached to like a scan of your face. Would would employers be able to see this if you're interviewing for a job type thing? Yeah, it it could hurt you uh, in order to get a job. You get banned from flights. Um, you will have to like pay more in utilities. You could get slower internet speeds. Let me ask you a shit. question, Donnie. Is is it all 
uh, ex, is, is it everything exterior that you're judged on, or, or does the look and shape of your genitals come into play whatsoever in your social score? I don't think that would come into play. Pat. I just, I, it's, a, it's an honest question. You think suicide's going to go up because yeah. of this? <laughs> it is uh, your physical well being. Uh, your physical well being is not taken into place. There's one app though that tracks your consumer like habits, and if you just buy loads of booze, video games, God knows what, your score could take a hit. Oh. Yeah, you gotta find you, you gotta find like uh, you know dumb people to do that That's for you. Up. Yeah, uh, Donnie, we do want to see you um, if you're single and willing. Uh, send us your scores of women there you're hooking up with, <laughs> and I want to see them go up. Also, I would be fucked in the system because I have a four point two star or three point nine star on Lyft, which yeah. is the lowest of anyone my, of one of my friends. It's the lowest so, yeah. it goes. Really. If yeah. buying yeah. beer gets you uh, lower points, I'm in deep shit. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. can yeah. never we become Chinese citizens, so we no, wouldn't do out. well in China. Yeah. That's only if you buy beer online. If you just use cash, I think it won't affect your score. Well, what's Perfect. more convenient? Because that's what Wes is going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more convenient to just do it using your phone. All right, uh, let's move on. Don, yeah, we got to move on to Brexit. Oh, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by We the People. Have you ever seen someone with a handgun tucked into the back of their jeans and thought, there's a guy who doesn't mind a second asshole? Well, I, for one, have one deep asshole, and it stinks. And it's hard to wipe... It's got hair on it and everything. I'm just saying, if you want to look good, you should rock a holster. And the best holsters in the business that are custom designed 100% in the United States of America are We The People holsters. We The People constantly updates the design of their holsters, adding new designs every month. So if you have a faded-ass holster, get a new one. And since their holsters start at $37 a piece with micromillimeter perfect fit, you can afford to buy a few a year. Every holster has adjustable retention, which is signaled with a click sound. This lets you know your firearm is securely in place. If you ever want more tension, you can just tighten one screw and you're done. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a refund. The URL for Hard Factor listeners is wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor. Right now, listeners of Hard Factor can go to the wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code factor at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as $37, and shipping is free with an additional $10 off using our promo code again. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and promo code factor at checkout. You get $10 off. Oh, yeah! Let's do it. All right. Boris motherfucking Johnson from the top rope or parking lot or something like that just sent a very strong message to me and my fellow citizens of the UK that Brexit is going down with or without a deal with the EU. And that predicted bet that Brexit will happen by the first of November is looking sweeter by the minute. What you bet on. Yes, I did. And you recommended. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So what did this crazy son of a bitch do now? Well, Johnson found his way to get Brexit done, he thinks, and apparently he has the Queen's backing now. Actually, the Queen's backing is just, in this case, kind of one of those weird formalities. He has to ask her permission to pull this move, which I'll talk about, but she stays out of politics and never interferes. Wait a minute. No, No, disagree. But she's going to formality. She, she pulls every string still. Well, you're, you're insane no, if you no, think it, she's not in charge. She, it's, it's something, she doesn't get involved in politics. So Oh, sure, yeah. sure, well, sure, okay. sure, sure. She hasn't refused this move ever. Mm-hmm. So oh, really? I'm pretty, yeah. So I'm pretty sure she just walks around her no, garden all day killed. just wondering how she uh, birthed an alleged pedophile these days anyway. So <laughs> um, so Johnson asked the Queen to suspend or prorogue or sh- you know shut down Parliament just days after they get back from their summer recess or holiday, I think they call it over there, which uh, they're currently on. So this will basically go back. They'll basically go back in session next week, and then a few days later they'll be suspended again until October 14th, which is when Johnson is set to deliver the Queen's speech, which is where he outlines his plans for the government, um, a speech which will likely just say, get ready for Brexit, motherfucker. And he'll drop the mic. Um, so, so when does bas- it happen? So he's, he he's says, basically- "Hey, yeah. 
He's delaying all government activity until Brexit happens, basically. So, no, he's basically giving members of parliament two weeks to stop him. So he's he's not allowing them to be in session. Shortening their window. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shortening their window. So they have basically two weeks um, to either pass legislation that will rule out um, a a no Brexit deal um, or voting a no confidence in the government. He's Uh, like the villain in any movie where there's a bomb and he just like shortens the time of the bomb by half. Yeah. Like now yes. you have to solve it quicker. So yeah, if, if, you, they if you get do, fresh, uh, vote in favor for Brexit. What are the immediate consequences there? Well, there, it's it's likely not going to happen with a deal with the EU. So they're saying it's economic, uh, you know, implications. It's that's what the whole reason they don't want to do it without a, without a deal is because they think it's right. going to be bad for the and economy. And if they get to October thirty first with no deal struck, I think it just happens with no deal. Right? Is that <laughs> right? Well, that's what he's saying. Unless one of these two things can happen, where they, you know, rule that they, it can't happen without. So a Boris deal is or... trying to stop people. Like I, I gotta say, like I said that he kind of sucked compared to Theresa May. Or he wasn't doing anything else extra. This is moving the needle right here. This is he's extra. shutting down yes. Parliament. That's a pretty. Right. It's a power move. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. it's being called a coup by some members of the opposition, unconstitutional. <laughs> um, but Boris made a do-or-die promise, and Boris keeps his promises. So, um, of course, like we are just talking about the same old fears with the opposition members of parliament exist. Brexiting without a deal will hurt the economy, drive up prices. So, um, again, they have a few options, like I said before. And another option would be to go to court and try to stop this, uh, this proroguing, um, a move which Boris has called absurd. Um, there's also a petition out there to stop this move, which has like over 300,000 signatures. But we all know how well those things work. Um, and uh, some are also saying this move hurts Johnson in a way because without a sitting parliament, he can't pass legislation that would soften the blow of a no deal Brexit, like allocating more resources and money in certain. Yeah, places but he's saying like, but he's just calling everybody's bluff. He's like, look, I'm make I'm going to make it happen. He's going to make it happen and deal with the consequences later is basically what he's doing. It sounds yeah. like so. I want to address Will's Theresa May uh, comment, though. I, I know that Hillary Clinton was never in power, but it's very similar to Hillary Clinton and, and Donald Trump. Theresa May is definitely drinking tea erratically at different times than she normally would, and she's going to be found in a picture in the woods. Or oh, like, she's going to be upset. If this goes like, yeah. down, yeah, she's going to be Theresa May is not happy right now. No. Yeah. No, she's mad she didn't think of this. They're putting, um, on her, on, putting, putting her on Epstein watch if this happens, big time. Ooh. Yeah, so. Maybe. Um, I don't know if they kill themselves in England. They're very conceited. That's very true. Yeah, so this move hasn't been done <laughs> since 1948. Um, I'm sorry, that's insensitive. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do, and that suicide's not funny. No, it's not. Um, so this is a move that's been, been done before, but not since 1948 to get around opposition of, of you know something that the PM wanted to get done. So uh, it's looking like it's going to happen because he's just not giving them enough time to, to fuck with his plan, basically. Yeah. Smart. So boning Ireland and Northern Ireland. There's going like to be a real so, bone so situation West, your, there. Your tip of uh, buying Brexit was, was hot. Yeah, I think it still stands. He's yes. treating all of England like children. He's like three, two, <laughs> one. Exactly. <laughs> he's like Brexit. <laughs> he's like just punishing him. Yeah. So um, let's go to the internet. Uh, Ray McGurk's um, in response to how does the how was the Queen? You know, um, not stopping this. And she says this is just ceremony and tradition. She is a figurehead. She has no power. There is granted oh, yeah, the, loads of fuck, art. Fuck that. The largest <laughs> landowner on the fucking planet has no power. Oh. She's the most powerful person on the planet. Do you want well, her to veto this? No, she, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. If she wants to veto it, she can veto it. The queen is the most powerful person on the planet Earth. I think she's just going with the people's vote here, Mark. Okay, so that's fine. That's yeah, fine. That's yeah. fine. Um, but the, the, she so has no that power would be incredible if she just stepped in and vetoed it. 
Yeah, yeah like, be... I don't think she technically has the legal power, but it's like I don't think anyone else. No, has the fucking can't she, no, she no, can't. She's no. the queen. She's she, the can she can do whatever the fuck she wants. She can refuse his request, yeah, especially with all this internet bullshit about like go off queen and queens doing queen. <laughs> yeah. What if a queen yeah. actually did some queen shit? Yeah. So she's she too, she's, she actually like, everyone's like go off queen, go off queen, and then she just actually turns off and dies. Which yeah. is going to happen? <laughs> she's like ninety five. That's a manslaughter charge, Donnie. She's got bigger. <laughs> she's got bigger fish go to fry. Go off queen. Right, what did you do to the queen? Right, like waking up. Yeah, like waking up and dealing with her son. All right, sorry, I interrupted your <laughs> No, that's it. So that's that's it. We'll see what happens. And I would still say take that take that Brexit bet. They're they're gone by the first of November. All right, let's take it to a news buffet where I have a more complicated story from another European country. Italy is having a tough time as a country, guys. Uh, they are in a state of turmoil and I guess reflection. Remember, we covered Italy a few times recently. For example. Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte resigned in the face of a no-confident vote very recently, and we joked the entire parliament would collapse semi-incorrectly to the tune of an Italian listener had to set us straight a little bit. Remember that? Yeah. 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 But we were were like, I don't know, our jokes were pretty spot on because what happened was great. Yeah, I agree. And it's hard to judge from the outside. That's fair. We get it. But let's not pretend like you weren't throwing bananas on soccer pitches a few years ago. You've got to earn the benefit of the doubt, Italy. Uh, I kid, I kid. But uh, it appears now Italy is pulling a 180 from our original take a couple weeks ago or last week as two political parties once at odds have formed a coalition to take down the far right guy who some have compared to Mussolini, Matteo Salvini, and his far right party. So that's right. Italy's center left Democratic Party, the PD, and anti-establishment five-star movement are joining up and retaining independent Giuseppe Conte, the guy who just retired as the prime minister, yeah. in an attempt to form a new government. So he Pretty resigns. Wild. So he resigns, takes himself out of the running, and then Italian politics is so like, like behind the back door that two parties come together and agree to turn on the other party if they That's make correct. Conte the prime minister again. They liked what he did, and it looks like they're going to win and retain power until 2023. This is like if Hassan Piker joined up with anyone saner than him and begged George St. Pierre to stay on as welterweight champion after his fight with Johnny Hendricks. It's a little bit inside. Yeah, I got it. It's yeah, a little, got, try to put that it. one together. It's a little, little bit inside. Double metaphor. But it's my story, and I'm half Fredo, so fuck off. Uh, this coalition is coming in just before the deadline of today or thereabouts that Italian President Sergio Mattarella levied on the government to figure it out. Uh, as Big Cat would say, or he would call an early election. Uh, whatever the fuck that means. I don't know. Long story short, Italy's trying to do good for their own country, so good for them. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, good for yeah. them. Yeah, you got to love it. it ta- this is amazing. Like, you thought that they were going to go full Mussolini with the Salvini guy. Like, everybody thought Salvini was about to just walk in. We're and like, Italy's the about place. to Italy. Yeah. yeah. And then, nope, they, they, they backstab Mussolini and go back to the middle. It's, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, interesting stuff. All right, guys, let's take it back to America with news that actually we care about. <laughs> Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, another Democratic <laughs> candidate fell uh, <laughs> fell to the secretly sweet relief you get when you quit something yesterday. Uh, and that Democrat is New York Senator and semi-professional wine taster Kirsten Gillibrand. She's out. Yeah, Gillibrand is out. Uh, oh. She announced via a video on Twitter yesterday with some Internet purchased inspirational music in the background saying, quote, 
Mm. Eight incredible months. I'm ending my campaign. I wouldn't call them incredible. Eight months would have worked. This no, is just a formality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a, a mashup of all the videos when they keep coming out. Uh, anyway, yesterday was a judgment day uh, for a large portion of the then tw- 21 Democrats still running for president, uh, as it was the deadline for candidates to meet the qualifications outlined by the DNC in order to uh, participate in the September debates. And when the music stopped, 11 candidates were left without chairs. Mm. And for some reason, the only one who's man enough to admit it is Kirsten. Uh, Who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win the Democrats? Well, how the fuck are Delaney and de Blasio still in it? No idea. Yeah, you're you're in New York right now. What's up with de Blasio? I have zero. I mean, I don't barely know who de Blasio is. Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) You and everybody else. He's yeah, president. President. I'm on vacation. <laughs> they both got a lot of money. That's probably yeah. what's going yeah. on. I mean, pu- yeah, I mean, I've been trying to stay up to date. I haven't been, but I will let you know that when it comes to election day, if you guys are holding, you know, like a, a live election day coverage, I'll be watching that. Hell yeah. Nice. Thanks, thank you, Donnie. That's right, guys, something so I, we can all agree on. Yes. I, yeah. I checked all of the other delusional candidates' twinners, Twitters who did not make the cut, and they're all still talking like they've got a shot at being the president, which confuses me. Isn't running for president a complete and total pain in the ass, especially if you have another job? I mean, you kind of make a good point there. If they actually think they have a chance at this point, they're too insane to be president. Right. Also, the job probably <laughs> sucks. Running sucks. I mean, think about it. Running for president precludes you from declining to shake anyone's hand for any reason whatsoever, no matter how weird it is. Uh, it dramatically heightens the level of embarrassment if you get a cold sore, which is the kind of stress that causes cold sores. Uh, and then you have to listen to it and pretend to be interested when idiots tell you how to do your job. That yeah. sounds like it sucks. Bernie Sanders can't even get hot soup without shaking everyone's hand in the San Francisco reference. Yeah, and, then, and the owner's selling him out for being uh, right. 82. And I, look, I bet, I bet Gillibrand is celebrating tonight uh, that, so that she could just Colt McCoy the rest of the season and cheer the guys on who are taking the hit safely from the bench. Gillibrand like compares herself to Andrew Luck. It's like no, no, no not really. So no. do you guys think like, Bernie Sanders' uh, punch on the punching bag will hurt oh or help his chances? Hurt his chances. It are it's not, it, anything where he's looking too old hurts his chances, and that yeah. that made him look pretty old. Which is video, bag. which is any video will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, any technology <laughs> invented after. But I, I will say though, like a lot of like like how old is he? 84, 80, he's, he's seven. No, he's seventy nine, turning eighty. I think. He'll be seventy nine. He but yeah. there's a lot of like sixty eight year old guys that would probably have the same punch at a speed bag. That's yeah. true. I mean, he's got That's he's true. not like he's got a lot of gusto for seventy. Because Bernie is seventy seven. Yeah. Uh, but he definitely <laughs> made. He definitely. <laughs> he's going to be hundred and fifty when he takes office. I heard. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely yeah. some microfractures <laughs> yeah. in his hand. He's the oldest candidate, back. I think, though. Anyway, he's guys, had the most heartbeats, that's for sure. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, n- now, Donald now, Trump yeah. Jr. was like, does this look like a guy that other countries would be intimidated by? Oh, uh, yeah, that was a shitty post. I saw that one. It was, His, I mean, that was Well, really Donald Trump Jr.'s dad's like two years younger. So like, I wouldn't go the old angle if I was Donald Trump Jr. Right, yeah. yeah well, they got to find a new yeah. slant on that. Yeah, that's yeah. The, because, like, you know, believe it or not, these days presidents don't fight each other. That would be incredible if we just had world leaders just battle it out, like, in if, the cage. If Pete Buttigieg, but, um, they should bring yeah. that back. If Pete Buttigieg had any balls, he would go after all these old if guys. We, if that did come back, I would go to Elon directly and figure out how to get Theodore Roosevelt back from the dead. Uh, speaking <laughs> of the Trumps, though, guys, uh, Trump took to Twitter to rub a little salt in the eye of the 20th runner-up for the Democratic nomination, saying, A sad day for the Democrats. Kirsten Gillibrand has dropped out of the presidential primary. 
I'm glad they never found out she was the one I was really afraid of. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Deep burn. Yeah, yeah he uh, That's hilarious. Hey, guys, let's kick it over to the uh, lines on Predict It real quick. So the market for how many Democrats will drop out by August 31st was on fire yesterday with more than 18,000 shares traded after Gilman dropped out. Uh, so the that's six Dems that are gone now, mm-hmm. and the next line is seven to eight dropouts. That's so, looking scrumptious. Yeah, that's split at fifty cents a share. So yeah. uh, if it, essentially double your money if that happens. Yeah, that's that's a lot. My guess is we'll see another dropout sometime this morning for sure. Uh, so if you want to pay rent this month, throw the cash there. Another hot market is uh, Brexit, which Wes alluded to earlier. Uh, if you guys want to get in on the action, we will match your first twenty dollar deposit on uh, Predict It. So all you got to go to is Predict org slash promo slash hard factor 20 and we will match your first 20 bucks ian there it is there i'll throw go. 20 on yang yeah yang, yang. oh yeah no he's, he's yeah, 12 cents right now to win the Donnie, democratic nomination. Donnie, that's, nomination. that's what i was saying yesterday definitely definitely on yang <laughs> i mean yeah i i get I, I don't even know if i'm yang gang he just follows me on twitter so it's like all right I mean, well, humble brag, Donnie, who follows me i gotta <laughs> humble I gotta brag there yang danny gang. I mean, Donnie, that's, Donnie that's, you got you got to bet on everyone that follows you on Twitter. Hey, that's good. Enough. Well, one guy, yeah, good one enough guy. for us. Yeah, exactly. there's only yeah. one. There's fucking like forty candidates. Only one that's of them. Probably ever the closest me. connection to the show uh, we have with any of them, besides the interviews PFT's done, and those people have all dropped out already. Anyways, so Donnie, can you do us a favor? Donnie, can you do us a favor and establish a deep relationship with Andrew Yang, and then let us steal the interview? Dude, the the weird thing is that my dad, who like he leans liberal, but he's not very political. He goes, oh, Yang follows you on Twitter? All right, like, I'll donate, like, 10 bucks to his campaign. Yeah, he'll throw Don- 20 on it. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, was that was like, a, Donnie, that was a, my that dad's was a clear, ride or die. That's Donnie, awesome. that was a clear yeah, John McAfee, Kirk Minahane show joke I set you up for, and you just didn't even didn't even listen to it. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I mean, I meant to say this <laughs> at, us, at the beginning of the program, Yang. but I came straight from the happy hour, so I'm kind of zoning in and out. We're all zoning out. Hey, speaking of that, Pat, close us out, man. We're running a little long tonight. All right, guys, a pair of bears with bad manners learned the lesson that you can't just walk into someone's front door without calling ahead or at least knocking first the hard way on Monday night. The mother bear combo whose names and colors have not yet been released just waltzed into a house in rural Jefferson County, Colorado, having given no heads up to the 71-year-old married couple who are the owners of the home. The couple who hold etiquette in high regard thought it prudent to teach this uninvited house guest combo a lesson in the form of a beating with a baseball bat. The geriatric man and women took turns with the bat savagely beating some consideration into the Bayer family while asking them rhetorical questions like, now you're going to drop by unannounced next time? The bears eventually ran out the screen door as better bears than when they came. The mother bear was located and euthanized. The cub, oh. the cub, who is qui- probably quietly reflecting on his mistakes in, quickly, in solitude, has not been located. That's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for having Donnie on the show. Thanks for being on, baby. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Hard Factor if you're not already. If you can, give us a five-star review. It helps people hear about the show. Uh, we got a bunch of events happening in September this Coming up this September, yeah, yeah, yeah but mostly yeah, September, mostly have September. a great fucking day. And Brett Stevens is a bed bug.